Hello everyone, my name is Marissa, my pronouns are she, her, and welcome back to Hurling Through Hard Times. Today's episode is a part two of the things that I've learned about college. As you guys know, I'm going to be a junior in college and I have so much advice that I want to share for you guys, so I'm very excited. Last time we talked was about physical health and mental health. Today we get to talk about our classes, our social life, and a few other key advices and some questions that you guys have that I think are just so important that I want you to know. So let's get into today's episode. What color is your heart today? And I am definitely feeling so much better than when we talked last. I feel very rejuvenated. I feel pretty alive. I feel very confident. Just so many things, so many great things. Um, I'm definitely like a light pink today, which is really, really nice. So I'm just excited to get into this episode. So let's just get into it, okay? I'm pumped. So first we're gonna obviously talk about classes. I, I'm just jumping into this. Oh my goodness, we're literally a minute in and I'm already like, get to the point. Like, it's just great. But with classes, I have found that you wanna find a favorite place to study and it can't be your dorm room. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't study in my room, especially like, cause my freshman year room was so small. My roommate will attest to this. We had zero space to move about in our room. I had either my bed or my desk, and I did spend often most of my time in the room, but it's nice to have a place outside of your room because, like, what I think about my room being for is, like, decompressing, relaxing. My bed is for sleeping. So when I'm at my desk, I don't really want to be doing a lot. So... I'm trying to think of like where my favorite places were to study. I loved studying at our sorority house, which is now of course where I live, but I would study in the basement or I'd study um, on the second floor lounge this past year. I loved studying on the second floor. Um, it was like, it was right next to my room, but it wasn't in my room. And so it was still nice to like be in a social space without like being around everyone. Um, there's also like the library is great. I love our first floor of our library. Ames library is so cute, so pretty. It's also like the library is where I record all of my episodes and things. So like, obviously it has a special place in my heart. So um, that's kind of like a big thing for me, obviously. But that's definitely my first thing that I recommend is finding your favorite place to study and like keeping that as like your sacred place. I also kind of want to talk about procrastination. Um, let's know our triggers, okay? Like if your best friend usually texts you in the evening, but you've got a big paper due the next day, like tell them you're putting your phone on silent to study and set up a time to catch up with them later. And if you often find like, I'm trying to think of another example. If you find yourself going for snacks and drinks when you study, stock up and be prepared before you start your session. Like I know during podcasting when I'm filming, I always have at least one granola bar and a thing of fruit snacks because when I'm editing or in between recording sessions, I'll just get like really hungry all of a sudden and I'll need something. And so I've learned to bring that with me. So I'm not really thinking about it. It's just like, it's just there. And there are other things where like, if you have to set smaller goals for yourself instead of like procrastinating the big goals. So if your attention span can't handle you reading 100 pages before class tomorrow in one sitting, accept that and start planning ahead of time. So you can start reading a few days in advance and you kind of chip away at it over time. I have gotten really good at setting smaller goals for myself because I love to like scratch off the smaller goals. So instead of having a big goal of like, I have an entire paper due in two weeks. It's like, well, no, I have the introduction done by, or like at least drafted by this Tuesday. And then 
by this Friday, I'm going to have my first three paragraphs, like my first two or three paragraphs done or my first page done or however long it needs to be. Um, and like I continue to make smaller goals for myself so that I'm not focused on like the big paper itself because I already have planned out the small areas over time. And I want you to really think about like whatever has ever stopped you from studying, give some thought as to why that is and then look for workarounds to keep you focused. So I know that if I'm going to study, I can't study with my friends or I can't study without like a headphone in or something because I can't focus otherwise. I know like when I'm reading, I can't have music playing or something in the background. Like I have to be somewhere that's silent or else I'm going to be thinking about the things around me and I'm not going to be thinking about the book I'm probably supposed to be reading for class. And so once you figure out the things that really like stop you from succeeding, especially when you're working hard on a project or anything like that with school, that literally saves my life. So highly recommend thinking about that if you are a huge procrastinator. If not, lucky you, congrats. I am not like that. <laughs> um, next, I kind of want you to think about developing like an active habit of getting ahead. So this is kind of going into like the procrastination thing is like planning ahead of time, not thinking about like, I don't know, for myself, my classes kind of get into a routine of like, every Tuesday we have this thing due and every Thursday we'll have this thing due and then the next week it restarts. Or like every Friday we have a paper due and we get the material for it that Monday. And so I'll get the material on Monday, I'll read the material by Tuesday, I'll start writing the paper by Wednesday, I'll have it done by Thursday and then like I can turn it in for Friday. Um, there's just little things like that that you can do to where like you're actively making a habit of getting things done ahead of time. And I think that'll also really help with your need to procrastinate. Um, this is a big one. This is probably the biggest one that I have is don't skip class. <laughs> just don't do it. I mean, there are so many people that I know that once you skip one class, it really does make it so much easier to skip again and again, and you have to hold yourself accountable. I don't care, oh, I hit the mic. I'm just so passionate about this. I don't care if it's the most boring class you've ever been in. Don't skip. Especially this past semester, I didn't skip class once. Um, I think I only missed a full day of classes because I had a funeral, and that wasn't skipping. <laughs> so, like, you don't need to skip classes. I don't, I literally don't care what most people have to say about that. Like. It, don't skip them. I mean, like, it's valid and it's important for you to get sleep or do, like, other things, but, like, staying on top of your work and everything would mean also not having to skip class to get other work done. And I, I will admit that, like, freshman year, I did skip a class once or twice. Like, I had this one science class that I just hated uh, with everything in me, and I didn't like the professor. I The class felt really stupid, and so like towards the end of it, when I just knew we weren't doing anything, like I would skip three or four times, like total, it was like three or four times. But I, I don't know. I, unless it's like a really, really, really bad circumstance where you know, like it'll be okay. Even then, like I'm just not for skipping class. I mean, like you're paying to go to school there. You're paying to take this class. You might as well get everything out of it. You know, it's the same thing this is a little off topic, but it's the same thing in general with like, I think I mentioned this later, but you're paying for the facilities around you. <laughs> so why not use them? I hate when I'll talk to people and I know so many people that do this on my campus, especially that won't like, we have a free gym on campus. Okay. And they will literally be like, Oh, I'm going to pay like a $50 gym membership somewhere else in town because I don't want to go to the gym at school. 
But like <laughs> our gym on campus, our facilities are really nice. And they're, they're some of the nicest, I think, in the country or something, I want to say. For D3, at least, like our indoor track facility is really nice to where like we always, especially in our conference, like we always are hosting meets. We're always hosting events and things like we have a really nice facility in a nice area and nice weights, nice weight room, like nice equipment. Why not take advantage of that? Why are you paying extra money to go to another gym when you could just go to the gym at school? Like, especially when the gym somewhere else is probably so much more busy than it is at school. I don't know. That's just a little rant for me, but like use your facilities around you. Okay. Take like, use your meal plan, use all the things around you. This is a little off topic, but I'll get back on top now. Well, that wasn't even English. I will get on topic now. Um, next is you need to have a Google calendar or a planner. Okay. I didn't start my Google calendar until my freshman year of college, like partway in. And I wish I had it sooner because this thing saves my life. Like it's, it's weird. Like I, I have my whole, I could literally tell you right now, my schedule's planned out until December right now. It's currently like July and I have my schedule planned out until at most December. I have other things planned out past that, but like my actual like day-to-day schedule is planned out through December right now. And it's a lot to keep on track on a like paper planner, especially when things change a lot. So I have everything put online just because it makes it so much easier for me to access. And I can access it on my phone. I can use it on my laptop. I can use it on whatever. It's also nice getting notifications because I at least have it set up to where I'll get a notification 10 minutes before something is supposed to happen. So like right now I'm supposed to meet with one of my friends in about 30 minutes. And so in about 20 minutes, I'm going to get a notification on my phone saying like, you're meeting this person in 10 minutes. And then I remember like, oh yeah, I need to leave for that. Cause normally for me, especially like it takes like 10, 15 minutes to get around places in town. And so I have it set to 10 minutes so that like, if I'm going to be running late to something like that is like the latest I would be is like, I don't know that I have to leave 10 minutes early. You know what I mean? And then the last thing that I would highly recommend when thinking about your class schedule or your classes is find a note-taking system that works well for you. Um, I have tried a lot of different things. I loved freshman year. I loved using my pens. And even in high school, like I used colorful pens to do all of my notes. Um, Then sophomore year, I kind of learned more about taking notes on my computer just because it was so much easier to type things out rather than write them. And I'm also like a perfectionist to where I have to like make it look nice. And if I mess up on one page, like I will read, I will scratch the whole page and do it again. And so it was hard to kind of keep up in classes starting sophomore year because things pick up as you go. I mean, it gets faster and faster as you're going through college. And so when I was starting trying to like learn I guess how to do things in my classes like I didn't have time to write things and change color and still pick up everything my professors were saying so another way that I learned to take notes in classes that I specifically had to do a lot of memorization in was I would type the notes during class and then after class I would set time aside to write the notes in like a binder or a journal or like notebook or something And then I could write them and take my time with like putting the notes down or whatever. Cause things would like change a lot too, where the professor would say one thing and they'd be like, oh my bad, I actually meant this or, oh, I meant this. And it's like, okay, well I'm writing in pen. So, so it was nice to type things out and then write it. So that was like my key. A lot of people like writing on their iPads. I have been getting more into that actually this summer with my summer class. 
Um, but it really is hit or miss. Like it's whatever you prefer. Those are just like different ways that I've tried out. So whatever you want to do. So then getting into social life, which I know everybody is curious as my thoughts about, (laughs) um, if it's not already known what my thoughts are on my social life, but one big thing, um, that I know in a lot of schools is sorority life. There's a lot of pressure around sorority life, but I just, I'm not going to go into too much detail because like, I don't really have a huge opinion on sorority life anymore. Um, but I would just say that like, if you want to join a sorority, you can, and just remember like, they need you more than you need them. (laughs) Like they need you, you want them. And a thing that I learned my freshman year when I was rushing, um, is, oh my gosh, what is the saying? It's, I am a goddess and they are lucky to have me. And I had to repeat that over and over again before I'd go into every house and everything. And this year I'm actually a recruitment counselor. So um, I did this last year. I loved it. I'm doing it again this year. We have a different form of recruitment this year. So we're doing like a partially structured recruitment. Like it's like flexible. I don't know. We're learning more about it as we go. But there's a lot of positives and negatives to being in a sorority. You kind of just have to pick what's for you, what's right for you, what's going to fit well into your schedule, what you can afford financially because sororities do cost money. But yeah, that's kind of my take on that. Um, next with social life is we have to talk about long distance relationships. <laughs> and it's funny because I wrote down some things kind of like going into freshman year, like what I was learning is like avoid serious relationships because it's a new place and you don't want to feel restricted to fully talk to people because like you are dating someone, you know, like sometimes it can be controlling and I really can't talk much because I found my person in my freshman year of college. Um, but for a lot of people, like there's so much more fun to come into college being single and getting to explore, especially when you don't want to date someone in your friend group that could then lead to a nasty breakup. I know a lot of people who like got into college with their friend, like they went into college, made friends, made a great friend group. And then people in the friend group started dating and like literally everything fell apart, (laughs) like everything fell apart. And so I would really advise people to avoid serious relationships and just kind of like play around. It's great if you met someone that you like and you want to like stay in contact with them and stay close to them. And eventually if you feel comfortable dating, do it. But like, I didn't start dating my partner until January. So I at least like I was, I was taken, I'd say probably halfway through first semester, but like I still had time to like explore and kind of experience things on my own. So that was kind of thing I did. Um, I know that COVID has also like hit a lot of us in different ways, but when you're getting into college, like meet people, make friends, get involved in student clubs or organizations. I would say make a goal because they'll always have like a thing on the quad or they'll have clubs that are advertising. I would say make a goal of joining at least two clubs or organizations because that's two opportunities to meet new people. And I overloaded myself freshman year and I literally signed up for everything under the earth, under the earth, under the sun. Wow. Um, But I was in eight different organizations and it was way too much. So I had to prioritize. I don't think I even went to some of their meetings, like a good half of them. I don't think I showed up to a single meeting, but like I was, I was part of it, but I wasn't part of it. And it was just like dumb. Like I, I put myself into way too much. So I'd say that like, actively participate in whatever club or organization you're going to join. That's like my biggest advice on that. And then I also want you guys to think about like actively participating in activities organized by the university or faculty, 
because honestly, you'll more likely regret not going than going. We have this gala every year and every year I'm never able to go. I haven't been able to go the last two years, but it always looks so fun. It's so awesome. They like our school puts on so many amazing events. I'm, I'm obsessed. I mean, like I got to be a part of like the Petrick Idea Center's um, like Titan New Venture Challenge. And so basically like that's how I was able to do all of my podcast stuff and start on my business and everything. Um, which, by the way, I forgot to give a shout out in this episode, but go check out the business if you're still listening. Please. It is great. It is awesome. I came out with some new merch. Um, it's awesome. It's great. Just go look. <laughs> but I think that in the end, like, you more likely are going to regret not going than you will going. So you might as well go. You might as well try it. And if you don't like it, you can leave. But, like, it's, it's more fun to try to go to it and realize it wasn't fun than not go. And then realize, oh, I missed out on a great opportunity. So... That is all that I have for the social aspect. I have a few other like key things that I think are literally so important. And if you're going to take anything away from this episode, honestly, listen to this stuff. Okay. <laughs> so number one, do your laundry on weekdays. Don't do your laundry on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Don't. It's horrible. It's a terrible idea. You're never going to be able to get it done. Um, it, it won't work. So I usually do, I would do my laundry on like a Tuesday or Wednesday night or even like a Tuesday, Wednesday morning. Um, honestly, mornings are probably better for you, especially if you're an early riser or if you have class, like go put your laundry in the washer, start it, go to class, come back, put it in the dryer, go eat something, go to whatever other class you have and then come back and get it out. And that is the best way to do it. And I literally will preach that until the day I die. Like, do not wait and do your laundry on weekends. It's terrible. Next is do not walk alone at night. Okay. <laughs> we're not, we're not dummies here. We are smart girlies. We're smart people in general, um, where we are not walking on our own at night. Unless you, if you really need to call me, call someone, get on the phone with somebody so that you're on the phone and you're not tech, like you're not by yourself by yourself. So that if anything happens, like somebody witnessed it on the phone, basically. You know what I mean? You also, <laughs> this is funny. You also want to take your keys everywhere. Even if it's literally to go to the bathroom, you, you don't want to lock yourself out because it is the worst thing in the world. I locked myself out once or twice freshman year and it was terrible the first time. So, like, my room was set up to where, like, you walk out of my room and you immediately would walk into, like, you'd walk literally, like, how do I even describe this? You'd open the door to my, from my room and you'd be looking straight out into the hallway and the bathroom was literally right across the hall. And it's, like, a small hallway. Like, it's, like, a two-foot long hallway. Like, it's two-foot width, I guess. But you'd literally walk in the bathroom from there. So, like, in my head I was like, oh, I will just go to the bathroom and I'll come back and whatever. And I tried to come back and I left my phone. I left my keys. I didn't, I didn't even wear shoes. I was wearing socks. Um, I was wearing like giant fuzzy socks that are like basically like slippers, but not. Um, I didn't have a mask on or anything because this was during COVID. Cause I was like, I'm just going to the bathroom literally right next door. Like I'll be back. And then I couldn't, like, I had to go knock on my neighbor's doors and be like, can I call like the RAs with your phone. Like I can't contact anyone. And I literally had to knock on a million doors before I found someone because I like, I seriously couldn't get back in my room. And when I got back in, it was like a half hour later and it was horrible. And so just take your keys everywhere. It's rather safe than sorry. Okay. Just do it. <laughs> um, next is, oh my gosh, get a job on campus, please. 
a lot of the jobs are desk jobs. So you literally get paid to like sit there and do your homework. Um, there's also like assistance for people who may need it. It's easy to give you money and it's a great way to spend or put money towards college. Cause I know for me, I don't have the flexibility in my schedule to have an actual part-time job outside of school. So I have an on-campus job that I can do and they have really flexible hours. I can basically come in whenever needed. And it's so nice, especially if there are jobs in your area that like could give you good resources, like in your major's department, maybe at the gym or other places, please look into it. Okay. And over the summer is the time to look into that kind of stuff. They definitely have like sites on your school website that you can find for that. So go do that. Next is check parking because sometimes the signs are wrong <laughs> or you the signs are like hidden because I have parked in lots multiple times and like parking on our campus is free but there are certain lots that you'll get fined for parking in because it's just for faculty um, and so you have to pay attention to the times that you can park maybe on the street or in certain places or whatever um, especially <laughs> if you're going somewhere that's snowy um, my freshman year, I parked on the side of the road and it, there's like a sign that says like snow plowing will take place. Like if there's snow and it'll be pushed on the side of the road and my car with other cars were parked on the side of the road. We had a huge snowstorm and my car was buried in like three feet of snow. And it was like, it was snow plus like the icy snow that like is pushed off the road. So it was like, it was, it was, it was like a few inches of like actual snow, but it was like also ice. And then another like foot or two of the snow on the side of the road that was pushed up against my car and like compacted my car together. And my dad had to call some of his like workers to come and literally like pull my car out. Like I couldn't get out. So definitely check parking, check the weather for parking, like do all the things. Okay. You also, I didn't have this on there, but make sure you have an umbrella with you at all times. Um, I always have an umbrella in the side of my backpack and that has been a lifesaver for me. So definitely do that. Then explore campus the first few weeks. I learned the buildings and the way around with my friends or with my like campus leader or whatever. Um, everybody knows you're a freshman, so you don't look super stupid. I basically like, you don't look, you don't need to feel embarrassed because like it's the first few weeks of school. Everybody knows that they were in your place at one time, but if you get a few months in or you wait, like I waited to get to know some of the buildings. And now if I get lost, I feel like an idiot because it's like, I'm going to be a junior. I should probably know where I'm going. So I would recommend just like trying it all in the beginning, looking at all the buildings in the first place. Um, when I was trying to find one of my classes, even this past semester, I was looking for a room and I was on the wrong floor and I went into the wrong classroom while a class was taking place. And I was like, Oh, is this blank class? And they were like, no, this is a different class and it's literally about to be over. And I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> like, it's so awkward. So freaking awkward. Um, next is stay connected with your family, contact them. I made it a goal to like contact my mom or my dad or my sister, or whoever, at least once a week, which was pretty good for me. Um, don't be afraid to be on your own. I was really afraid freshman year to be on my own when I would like go to the dining hall or anything. And it really doesn't matter. Like, if you want to be on your own, be on your own. If you want to be in a group, you can probably find people in the dining hall that you could sit with. Even if you weren't, like, planning on sitting with them, if you see your friends in the dining hall, like, what are they going to say? No, you can't sit with us. Like, that's that's middle school, okay? We're not in middle school. We're in college. If you want to sit by yourself, you can sit by yourself. If you want to sit with people, you can definitely find people to sit with. So 
that's another thing. Um, and then if you're coming in to college, wait to buy some of the things. Like, don't buy a bunch of your school supplies until you need it or until you find out with your, like, like the class syllabus, like, what that says, what you need. Um, I have a list on my Instagram if you go to like my like my link tree, if you go to my Instagram and go to my link tree, I have a college packing list on there that you guys can access and it has all of the information you could possibly need. It's so nice. It has everything in like red, black or green of like what you need, what you don't need, um, what's like necessity, what's not, so many other things. Um, and then make sure that on like the day of, be considerate of your parents because it's going to be a hard day for them. Be considerate of whoever's dropping you off, whether it's a sibling, a guardian, whoever it may be. Like, know that they are probably heartbroken from this too. Like, this is going to kill them as much as it's killing you. It's stressful. It's sad. Even if you're not staying super far away, like, you're moving into a new area and a new environment and you're trying new things. And that can be really scary and really stressful. So, Make sure you're considerate of that, of the others around you. Give each other space. Give your friends space. Give your family space or don't give them space, whatever they need. But, yeah, that's all I have for today's episode. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you know you did the best you could today, and that's all you can ask for. And remember that you matter, and maybe I'll keep doing some episodes like this. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye, guys.